So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. I just want to start off by saying thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring our video games we grew up on rundown. It was a lot of fun, Matt, reminiscing with you. And uh, I'm just going to go right into it and say it's a pleasure to be recording with you in person. For the listeners at home who do not see us right now, we are doing our first episode in literally a year in person. Our last episode is episode 42. Everyone loves a comeback story in person. So Matt, I'll throw it over to you. How good does it feel to be recording with you right now in person? It feels amazing to be sitting right beside you, Eric. Um, I can't describe this feeling. I can't believe it's already been a year. It feels like this year, as like I think many of you feel this way, but this year has gone by so fast. And we're going to talk about that during the episode too, like for the summer. Um, I hope everyone's having a great day right now, wherever you are listening and we're gonna, we have a pretty laid back episode, if I can, if I may say so, like a very, it's going to be relaxed and chill. And I'm just so happy to be beside Eric right now in person. Couldn't agree more, Matt. And yeah, so for episode 68 of Easy Conversations, we're going to be doing a summer 2021 recap episode. So we've done our summer special where we reminisce on our former um, experiences as kids, teenagers, and adults for a summer. But now we're going to be doing a more recent 2021, which has been, like you said, the year went by so quick. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be fun to go back and reminisce a little bit more recently there on what we've been doing for the last few months. A lot to talk about. So that's um, I don't know what, uh, what to say here as like we're doing this in person. It's, the flow is so different. Yeah, and, uh, I'm still going to throw it over to okay. you, Matt. There, um, What do you want to talk about first for like how your summer's gone? I'm going to first talk about one of my best moments so far of the summer, which was last night. But first, I just want to preface by saying like it's gone by so fast for like the worst reason. Mm-hmm. Like the situation, we're not going to dwell on the pandemic, but the situation we're living in has made ev- like has accelerated time in my experience. Maybe that's because we've lived through these lockdowns and when the lockdowns end, we're so happy that everything's open that we just like indulge ourselves. And I don't know, I've been shopping like crazy this summer, actually, and just enjoying every minute of everything being open, which I guess made everything fly, like made the time fly by. Uh, but enough about that. I just I just wanted to mention that briefly. Uh, last night, I had one of the best movie experiences in a theater I've ever had. Um, I'm just going to set up the whole like story now. So fellow listener and questions submit, like answer, like he submits answers to uh, James Swain Shout out. Uh, invited. Well, him and his wife invited me to go see the good, the bad and the ugly at the Mayfair Theater last night, which is one of my favorite movies and one of theirs as well. Um, but we had um, we went out for drinks before the movie at Quinn's, which is right beside the Mayfair Theater, a little bar. We had several drinks. I mean, I had a, I cool. think I had at least like five double rum and Pepsi's. <laughs> so let's just say when the movie uh, when the movie was starting, I was feeling no pain and I was very like huge smile on my face. I bought some popcorn and candy. I just like <laughs> had the munchies. I guess I just kept like woofing it down, woofing it down, and uh, the movie started. Like, I mean, folks, those who have seen this movie know how awesome the soundtrack is, the score. I, we ta- I talked about it on that episode. Um, the whole time the movie's playing, like, I'm just giddy and, like, I can't stop smiling. I have, like, goosebumps because, like, it's such, like, a cinematic experience watching this movie on the big screen. And I just, I felt so blessed and lucky to have that experience. 
And the, like the last, like the movie is two hours and 40 minutes and it flew by for me. And before I knew it, it was the last scene, the, the showdown in the graveyard. And I was like, no, why is it already over? Like I was sad because I knew the movie was ending, but it was, it was a great, great experience. I'll never forget watching that movie at the, at that theater on that night. Um, I'll always remember that, that night. So like, that's just an example of one thing that I will always remember about this summer. Um, I mean, this is super fresh in my head, but it was just, it was a great night and it went by like six hours flew by, you know, that's just recently for me, Eric. I've never seen a movie drunk in theaters. I don't think anyways, or if I did, I don't remember, but maybe that's what I need to do then when I watch the good, the bad, the ugly, cause I couldn't get into that movie. <laughs> maybe I need to have a couple of drinks, but not throwing shade on that movie there. I'm glad it was a great night. And, um, yeah, it sounds like a whole lot of fun for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's the thing you made a great point there about like how things have picked up a lot recently because we've been out of lockdown and have been able to do stuff. Right. But it's been a super weird summer where it's gone by quick, but also not that much has gone on. Right. So a lot has been happening recently. I find for me too, like I got to see family on Monday night, like we went to see my dad's side of the family. So if we're just given like recent experiences of stuff we've done, I'll share one as well. And like, I hadn't seen that side of the family, a few of them in over a year, like since like before COVID, I didn't see them at all last summer when things were opening up a little more, even still like there's just a lot going on. I found that last summer that I was doing more than this summer. I don't know about you there, but it's just like, I was un- yeah. understand more about COVID and stuff. And uh, the severity has picked up. But anyways, we're not going to focus on that too much. So it was super nice to see them and uh, just makes you appreciate everything and everyone you have in your life a lot more. I find anyways, like we've all grown and learned a lot throughout this period and being able to see people again really makes you appreciate them a lot more and that's one thing that I've um, come to uh, uh, not accept but uh, just appreciate Mm -hmm. during this summer for sure the funny part about this summer this has actually been the best summer of my entire life I'm not even joking when I say that well best maybe best is a strong word but it's been a super like transformative and memorable summer for me and not because of COVID, but because it's the first summer that I'm by my, living by myself, not at my parents' house. Um, I'm coming up on a year now, soon, of living by myself. I have a car now. Like, I've never had a summer where I've had a car to myself. Um, and also, I've been... The girl I'm dating has just made my life a million times better. And I've enjoyed the whole summer with her. And I've never had that much happiness before with someone else. So... This has actually been like <laughs> the greatest summer of my life. So it's kind of, I say it's going by fast and that's one of the reasons. Um, like I, I haven't stopped working at all during the pandemic and my work week is is a reason why my summer has flown by because three out, of the f- three out of the seven days a week, I work pretty much the full day, like 12 hours. So my weeks are just flying by and then my days off are spent. Like, like I've been keeping busy, Eric. Like I don't, my movie watching folks have been like, has gone downhill. Like I've, I used to be uh, hard on myself for like not watching a movie a day, but now I've kind of thrown that out the window these last three months. And I've just been watching like maybe 20 movies a month. And you know what? I'm fine with that now. I've accepted that. I've been watching a lot more TV shows too. Um, so I don't know. I've been keeping really busy and keeping busy for me is just like 
going outside for exercise or, or driving to the, or going to the gym. Uh, I've been doing a lot of shopping, like I just mentioned. Um, I think I realized since, since moving out, Eric, I was like, you know, I can buy all the clothes that I want now and like get my wardrobe that can set me up for the next eight to 10 years. So that's something I've been focusing on this summer, buying like summer clothes, like, you know, not being afraid to maybe like break the bank a little bit. Cause I know this, these, this quality will last, it'll last longer. I don't know. Like my days are filled now with like figuring out like cooking, like looking at cook cookbooks and buying like doing stuff I wouldn't normally do, like doing big grocery loads and like just experimenting with that stuff. Baking. I've been doing baking. I don't know if nice. I ever told you that. Like no. I've been doing lots of cookies and I'm going to advance to cupcakes or muffins pretty cool. soon and hoping to do cakes uh, eventually. Cause you know what? I've realized super relaxing to bake. Um, I just started this summer and I just throw on a podcast. I got my earphones in and I just take my time, read everything. And it's, I love following instructions and like seeing the end result, like flourish. So, and so far it's been nothing but like good feedback on my baked goods. I'll have to bring some in for you next time, Eric. <laughs> Holy man. I don't even know what to say here. Just like so many bombs in there. Well, first of all, I'm super happy to hear that, that this is your best summer in like well, maybe ever, yeah. but just super happy to hear that sounds like you're like i think we're similar in that sense like we need to keep busy all the time like we don't like just sitting around and it sounds like you've been extremely productive at every every minute basically so that's awesome and yeah i mean and cooking and stuff like there's a lot to learn in that domain right like for for both of us it's relatively new like myself i also moved out last year with andy like at her mom's house and now I'll get into this later there, but we moved into our own place like a month ago now, Nice. but just cooking and, and um, getting into the baking game as well. I'll have to get on that during, probably during fall there when it gets a little cooler, I'll make some, uh, some cookies and uh, various cakes and whatnot, <laughs> but uh, it's just fun. Like I love cooking also. Like I made a nice uh, tenderloin for dinner and, nice. and that's the adult like I'll say struggle, but it's also fun yeah. to um, like go to the grocery store and have an idea in mind like that you've researched before. Sometimes like, yeah, I have to buy these ingredients and following a recipe is super easy. I feel like cooking is something that looks like a daunting task, but then when you start trying out different recipes and following instructions, it's not that hard. Obviously there's a learning curve and you're not going to nail every single recipe, but it's trial and error. Mm-hmm. Keep practicing and perfecting the craft you're going to get there. And I find like I'm a pretty solid cook now. I will say like, I'm very confident in my cooking abilities and one of these days or years, who knows or how long it'll actually take that we do this, but we'll definitely have to have the family over and uh, cook for everybody. Just throwing that out there on the pod. (laughs) And, um, it's definitely something that I want to do for the fam down the road. So yeah, just keep practicing and then eventually have the people over. I love what you when you said it. It's daunting at first because that's those were my feelings. Like it's very intimidating, you know. I I got my cookbook in like at Christmas, like a while ago, and I'm like only really starting to seriously look at it now. But reading everything, reading the ingredients was the most scary part, the scariest part for me. But once I like, this is gonna sound stupid, Eric. But once I've only recently gone like. Spice a spice rack with all my spices, and you know what? Once I bought those, I felt like like I'm legit now. Like I can like (laughs) 
put flavor into stuff. And I just felt like more empowered doing that. I, it sounds super funny. And I hope it is funny because I mean, I'm laughing right now, <laughs> but I feel like now I can conquer any recipe. Like I've always been good because I worked in a meat shop. I've always been comfortable around meats and, you know, but now like it's the flavoring that I got. That's what I got to work on in my, in my salad and vegetable game. Um, which, you know what, once you start doing, it's super easy like veggies are not, it's all when you, when you actually do it, you realize how not isn't difficult. Absolutely. Um, you just have to do, you know, you don't think you just do. And it's yeah. true for cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's kept me busy this summer. Um, working out like back to that a little bit. Um, I feel like every year, every summer I started working out like four summers ago and every summer I feel, I feel like I'm doing a much better job than the previous summer. That's good. Which means in my head that next year I'll be like, Oh, you were doing bad last year. And I feel like I'm doing great this year. So we'll see how that pans out. I don't know. Really like to me, the gym is the perfect like escapism and stress reliever, even more so than like watching a movie actually, because I mean, I can still be thinking about that other stuff during a movie, but when I'm like, literally when I enter the gym, like my music goes on, I think about nothing except like get as much stuff done in one hour and 15 minutes, like the time I'm allowed to do the time allotted. I mean, I love it. Like I try to go like six times a week, actually, just because like committed, it's like therapeutic. Yeah. Um, it's not always realistic. Sometimes I have to compromise and do the workout at home instead, which takes me twice as long to accomplish the same thing because of, I don't know. I feel like I'm distracted at home and take longer uh, rest periods Mm -hmm. between sets, but yeah. So like the gym cooking, you got the gym cooking, spending time with my girlfriend, uh, work, like that pretty much eats up my whole week. And then I throw in like visits with friends and family. And I mean, folks, I think this is why. It's already almost September, and I feel like summer just started. Um, and it will be September as as when this episode. Yeah, well, it'll be I think August 29th or thirtieth. Yeah, thirtieth. So, right. Pretty much thirtieth. I have a question though, real quick. So you talked about that you got a spice rack. I thought you mentioned you meant like that you got a rack for your spices. Oh, Are you saying that you had no spices before and just straight meat on the? Yeah. The oh, I would use <laughs> no judgment though. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, it's all in. I'll throw this out there. When I lived in England, I used to cook chicken straight up, no seasoning, absolute degenerate. I wasn't. I've come a long way since then. I wasn't an animal. I had like Are you barbecue. Saying I was probably. <laughs> no, I had the barbecue sauce. Yeah, I had barbecue though. sauce. Okay, though. there we go. Yeah, yeah. So we're in the same boat, but, both animals. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, the the spices make such a like. I feel like for sure. the barbecue sauce was enough. No, no. Now that I've now that I've gone to the 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 spice side of things. I can't go back now. Game everything changer. gets everything gets seasoned now. Yeah, you gotta get a nice marinade going. Even the twenty four hours in the Ziploc bag, and that's that's a huge move right there. For the gym, good for you that you're consistent with it. I'm like I, I was. I started working out very often last pandemic, so last year, and I was pretty consistent with it. I still do work out a few times a week, but not as much as I did last year or as I should. I'm just I find I'm not as motivated, especially because. Now, an activity I do to some people don't think this is sport. I do consider a sport as golf a lot. And I prefer getting out than actually just staying. I feel like I've already said this on the pod, but I prefer playing sports than working out because especially since I just work out from home, 
there's not much room for growth in that. Like I have this, I'm limited to the weights that I have, right? But that's also on me. I could buy more weights. I don't want to rather buy Lululemon pants. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I know I noticed I was going to make a comment earlier, but you're just going off. So I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> you, <laughs> but, um, as I saying, yeah, working out, I'm still working out, but, um, just not as much. Actually, I've been going over to my parents' house a few times now and doing workouts in the pool with them. So a little oh, different, cool. like it's not as strenuous as with actual weights there. It's more like core focus and cardio. There, there are like water weights that are made out of some sort of styrofoam material and you put them in the water and then you make the movement of like a curl or like a hip rotation and the resistance by the resistance from the water makes it so that it is a little heavy if that makes you know what i'm saying so um yeah it's just fun do a little something different and for me changes the spice no pun intended of life so i need to be doing some different things as far as uh, to keep working out interesting as well i feel like throwing in some dips in the pool have been good for me as well also refreshing throughout this heat wave going off what you just said it it, it does get super like I am struggling with the monotony and repetitiveness of the gym. And it's hard for like, I try to switch up the exercise, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing the same stuff over and over again. And it feels like I've been doing that since February or, or whenever the, like since Christmas, um, that, that is going to be a challenge for me. Oh, you also said it's something else interesting. The water, the, the stuff in the water, never heard of that before. So yeah, it's like, fun. It's little like, switch yeah, up. that is cool. Oh yeah. The golf. Um, I like, I, I agree. It's like when you're playing a sport, you're getting the physical activity and you're having fun. Like, I don't know how much fun I'm actually having at the gym. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it hurts and it's not fun. Like to like push yourself when you're super tired. Um, me and golf is like, and I've probably said this before, but I, I have such a hard time committing I can't, I can't be bad at something I do. I think like I'm too, I have too much pride for that, which is bad, but I don't know if I can put in all those hours getting good at golf to actually then go on like an, a three or maybe like a, a par three course that would be easier for me. Like, I think I need to just go hit balls first. And I think I would need to spend like weeks and weeks just doing that. Um, I don't know. I think I have a problem. I don't like getting embarrassed in public or on the golf course, I think. And I think I would have, it'd be very hard on myself if I couldn't hit the ball properly. Um, and then getting good at golf. I mean, I would have to like, that would cut into like other things. So I think I need to maybe make a schedule and distribute my time better so I can eventually start playing golf. Cause you know what, Eric, like down, like as I get older, it's, it's probably going to be something I'm going to want to do just because it's an activity I can do with like you, my dad, our whole family really. Um, and it can be like part of trips, of course. So yeah, I'm always, it's something that's always on my mind every summer. Like, should I just go hit some golf balls? Yeah. I need like almost a kick in the ass or someone to drag me. Like we're going at 10 o'clock this morning. We're going to get, go hit golf balls right now. And you're, you're coming. Like I do have clubs, I think, uh, <laughs> I'll have to check with my dad on that, but I don't know. I'm not, not sports has taken like a backseat for me, like outdoor activities. So, I mean, not as uh, I'm, I'm lacking in that respect, Eric, compared to you. Well, just think of it as like you used to cook with no spices. Now look at you. <laughs> so it's this practice makes perfect situation. And it's, it's true though. Like golf, 
but you did you make a great point about like not wanting to be embarrassed and i totally relate to that when i golf still like i've been golfing since i'm a kid Mm -hmm. if i'm golfing with strangers that i don't know like you do feel a little bit of pressure like you want to play well in front of them and then you try to to crank the ball and you obviously whenever you try to hit the ball really hard it doesn't go your way and then you muff your shot and like it's kind of embarrassing and everyone's just looking at you like oh that's all good champ like just give her another go try again or whatever and like for people are understanding but it's like you yourself like you do want to prove to others that you are good i think whenever you do anything no one wants to go out there and be like "Ah, i mean i'm not gonna i don't want to do well in front of these people like it's just human nature that we do want to prove our own self-worth i guess to others which shouldn't necessarily be the way we are but that's just how we are and golf unfortunately like that does come out unless you're just a stud and you're never worried about what other people think and you are like amazing at golf so i'm working there i will say that i just want to talk about my own golf game this summer so i've been golfing a lot as of uh, summer 2017 is when i started golfing it just uh, switch flipped that i just wanted to golf all the time and in the last two years, like I've been consistently shooting in the nineties, which like I think is good for me there for the amount I play anyways. But this year it's been an atrocity on the golf course. And the good thing that has changed, I will say about me is my mindset is I'm not as harsh on myself as I used to be in the past. Like when I was a kid and I wouldn't play well, I would be like just a very negative presence on the course. I'd be complaining not wanting to finish holes, skip holes. This is like when I was a kid there, like maybe even as late as a teenager though. But now I'm just, I take it for what it is. It's a good time out with three friends. I'm getting exercise. It's um, an escape. And um, sometimes I have a few drinks there. Not that it's necessary, but it's a little social outing. Why not? Eh? And um, I'm, I'm, I just cherish the good shots. And I find that for the most part, I'll make it, I make more good shots than bad but I'll have like three, four holes where it's just terrible. And then it really affects my score. Like that's all it takes, unfortunately. So I know like I still got the, um, still have the, the skill, but it's just about figuring it all out and putting it together. I'm not going to get too discouraged next year. I'm going to be right back out there. The season's not done. So I'm just going to keep going out until I can't. And then next summer, hopefully be better. And if not, still good times with the homies but there was a period though where like things really weren't going well at the start of the season I was frustrated like I I had to go to the range and like break down my swing down to a molecular level went subatomic and um I came out of the darkness I'm playing better but still not what I used to be I think the last two years um I think Eric, we're both very competitive people and that's what brings out those feelings like I'm just thinking back to like if we play a board game fam like at family gatherings in the past, like we, we were, we were very competitive, like in a good way, like we don't want to lose. And I remember like, we'd like to be on the same team for those like family board games or family like, like trivia games. Yeah, too. Yeah. Like, and I'm like that too. Like, I don't want to just be like, play like, Oh, I don't care. I no, I do care. I don't want to, I want to do well. Sure. I know I'm not going to win. Like golf is a little different. You're playing against yourself pretty much. But, I, but I, you're I, not at the same time. There's that, exactly, still that competition, right? though. Oh, but yeah, yeah. That's why golf is beautiful, though. It's like you can play the way you want, really. But I feel like different personalities, like your personality shines through on the golf course in terms of what your objective is. And I have a very strong desire to succeed. 
but I hate like I'm so hard on myself too. So I know how I'm going to behave on that golf course. I'm going to get frustrated. I'm going to get pissed off. Like I know myself. Um, <laughs> it's very hard for me to just like, oh, just go and do the best you can. That's very hard for me to do. I know myself. That's like in any new thing I try. Uh, like cooking, no one's going to see if I fail at cooking. You know, I could ruin four chicken breasts. No one's <laughs> going to know. They're going to be tossed in the green bin or whatever. But golf, it's like you got an audience. Mm-hmm. Walk I'd, of shame after right? bad shots. Right. And and to be fair, like, like golf, one of the hardest things to do in like hardest sports ever. I think so. Uh, absolutely. Like look at pros. Pros shoot bad rounds all the time. And it's like such a difficult sport, which is why it's so rewarding when you hit a good shot. Like I've every time I've hit a nice shot at the driving range, I feel like a million dollars. So maybe that should be my motivation to play more because that feeling of hitting a good shot should exceed my feeling of being down on myself when I screw up. So that's something to think about right there, folks. Yeah, and that's a great metaphor for life, really. Like instead of worrying about or focusing on the things that don't go well for you, like even if there are maybe it seems like more things aren't going well, focus on that one thing that you just killed and you're doing fantastic and like that's what you got to focus on thanks for saying that eric actually because in other stuff too like that's that's my like way of thinking and but it never hurts like like just you repeating that just reminded me again like i wish if someone told me that every hour i'd be fine with that like it's good to have that like people reminding you of those things and you know you're having a tough day at work and you're just thinking all negatively and you screwed up but then you gotta like look at all the good stuff in your life too and it sounds so easy to say that but like once I start really thinking about it, it's, uh, it really helps me out, actually. Um, so just isolate this little bit of audio, play it on a loop, people, and just like positive reinforcement, positive mindset's the way to go. I have uh, one last thing for golf okay. before I uh, can get on to the next summer subject, is that I did get to go. I got the invite this year on the yearly uncle's golf trip called Mo Big. Don't know what that means, but I'm glad I got the invite. <laughs> And so that was with Matt's dad, um, our Uncle Pat, who's been on the pod. Shout out, Uncle Pat. Um, Brute Big Al also. Big Al's, Big Al, our Uncle Big Al was also on the trip. My dad and my brother Zach. And then a few of our uncle's friends were there as well. So I was only there for the back end of the trip. It was there for two rounds of golf. And it was a ton of fun. And like that made us like Zach was there for the whole trip. And he kept Snapchatting me like, oh, we got to do our own golf trip down the road. And when I got there and saw what the vibes were like, there definitely made me look forward to future trips. But I was super happy just to go to that one and spend time with our uncles that I'd never really spend time with them like that. Right. Like whenever I do see them, it's like at a family gathering and stuff. And that's like there's a bit of small talk and then you move on to the next person you just work your way around the room but this was like really like just being out on the golf course restaurants bar hotel room just chilling great times and it was a really fun time of my during my summer that was um early august feels like a long time ago because i feel like august there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on because a lot of stuff has opened up like we talked about but that was a lot of fun and i look forward to future golf trips down the road when my golf game has improved a little bit i heard a rumor that i got pretty wild that like at night when you guys went out well can you confirm or deny well i mean what happens at mo big stays at mo big Ah, but i can 
confirm that good times were had in okay. the after hours of the evenings every night I was there. Fair enough, because my dad won't divulge any information, yeah. so... That's well, good, that's, Eric. that's all I'm giving, because I want to get an invite next year, and if I say too much, then I'm snipped, so... Yeah, no, it was a good time. It was fun. And I think when I got there, though, like maybe it was on the tail end of the trip. So people were a little more tired and uh, it was more the young bucks uh, who were getting after it a little bit. But that uh, yeah, was good times. And yeah. yeah, it looked like good times. Like I saw a couple of your snaps and it looked like everyone was having fun. And I'm not going to lie and say like seeing pictures like or snaps or pictures from you, like didn't make me a little jealous of like, man, I wish I was there with them. And I like... My dad's been not hounding me, but he's kind of given up on me coming on the trip. But in the past, he's like, you should come like you'll have a lot of fun. So that could be another that could be a goal. Like that could be motivation for me to go to the driving ranges, going on an awesome golf trips with my uncles and cousins. Mm -hmm. And I already know I'd have a good time. I mean, I always have a good time with you and all my uncles. So uh, we know how to have a good time. I can't. The DeRoches. Know what's up for sure. And it's fun that we are close as a family too. And like, as we're now getting older, like we can hang out with them and it's not a weird vibe. We're like, we have to be overly respectful. And in saying this, I'm not saying that I'm not respectful (laughs) to my uncles, but it's like, we're all adults now. So we can, like, we don't need to just nod and agree at what they say. Like we can have some quite heated discussions and arguments even about like, it's like still light stuff there, like sports and stuff there, but like we can, uh, I don't know. It's just fun. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So good. Times. I can't wait for the day that like everyone can like gather in one place again. Like it feels like what Eric, like it feels like two years since everybody's been in the same house or, I mean, we usually do it during the holidays mm-hmm. and we're talking about summer now, but like, I just, I miss that whole family, everyone together. And I know everyone's getting older and, is either doing school or everyone's living a little like in different places now and traveling. So, but I mean, I don't know. I like reminiscing on stuff. And when I look back on all our family gatherings, summer, winter, whatever, like those are just the best times. Mm-hmm. Like the last time we all got together as a family, like that side of the family was the wine tasting night at my parents' house. Oh, so yes. that was like February, 2020, I think right before, uh, covid so uh, thankfully we did get to all and i think almost everyone was there if not everyone was there and that was really nice to get everyone together i remember that that feels like a lifetime ago it does i remember eating amazing food and the wine the the wine all tasted the same for me but i have i don't have a good (laughs) palate speaking of wine eric is that like something as you get older you think like oh maybe i'm like gonna get into the wine game and be like a sophisticated like not that wine is well it is sophisticated but you know what i'm saying it has yep. like that that mystique for sure and um i was actually talking about this with my younger cousins the other day we we're just talking about beer and stuff and uh then wine and then they don't really like wine there but um i just said that like it just randomly the switch flipped i guess kind of like golf where i used to not like it or had no interest in drinking wine or if i did it was like forcing myself but then it just randomly like this is good. And I started enjoying it. And that's another example of that can be like drinking scotch, which my friends have been getting into now for years. And I was not a fan of scotch when they were drinking it, which like, I'll say at least three years ago, they'd started drinking scotch. Like one of my friends would bring like a nice ball. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, nice. I'm uh, 
Glenn Livid or whatever. I'm like, all right, I got to force myself to drink a little bit of this now. And little by little, you're like, okay, like it's getting a little better. And it's as you drink a little more that at some point, you're just like, yeah, this is, this is peaty. I like peaty. <laughs> like it's good. Not, not saying I'm a huge scotch guy, but I definitely can tolerate it more than before. And similarly with beer before I didn't like beer at all. And so you just get used to it as you have more and more over the years. And then it just randomly happens. Like there, yeah, it just happens. It's true. I used same here. I used to hate the taste of beer. Now I'm going like, I'm getting more accommodated. Um, but like, I've never been a huge beer person, but I find as I'm getting older, different foods taste it. Like I'm, I'm liking foods that I hated before and, and, and hard liquor and wine is more appealing to me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I see stuff on TV and I'm like influenced by that. Or, you know, as we all are influenced by like TV shows or movies or social media, we're like, Oh, I want to be fancy like them. I want to do that. Not that I want to cook fancier stuff, but I feel like I'm over the whole like frozen, <laughs> like frozen chicken fingers or pizza pockets phase of my life. I mean, I'm almost 30 years old. As you should be. I, yeah, I'm almost 30 <laughs> years old, listeners. So I don't want to like, I, I, I think it's a little embarrassing. And plus, I'm not doing my body any, I've noticed too, my body's changing too with the like the types of food I can eat. Like I, I'm, I'm sad to say folks, but I think like one day I won't be able to eat pizza all that much because I'm finding more and more stuff like greasy food. It's, it's going to be like a luxury for me, not something I eat every two days. But that's a story for another podcast, probably like down the road. <laughs> Nutrition pod yeah. coming soon. Hey, it's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, this summer, I mean, like I've said before and on other pods, like because I only work three nights a week, I get four days off every week. Every every week a bit feels like a summer and like a little a mini vacation. And this year, living by myself having a car I've just been cramming my days with like times 10 more stuff than I've ever done before but it's important like like they say in Zombieland enjoy the little things and Lord willing a GD Twinkie gotta enjoy the little things (laughs) hey great reference don't try to like sometimes I have to stop and just like smell the coffee literally instead of like I got to like sit my coffee really fast and get out of my house. No, like sit on your, sit on your couch, drink your coffee and watch an episode of the office in the morning before going out, going to the gym. And that's what I've been doing recently too, because you know what, if you don't stop and slow down, sometimes you're just going to crash and burn. Like it's okay. If I'm not looking at my phone on the couch for 20 minutes, it's okay. If all I'm doing is eating my cereal and drinking my coffee and I'm not like reading anything on my phone. Um, Same with that night, Eric, like, Sometimes I'll take just 30 minutes, phone away, read for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. um, listen to a, like a song, just listening to a song with my eyes closed. Like I never do that. It's always music while doing something else. But now it's just do something and just just do one thing, which is really hard for me to do. Like people that know me are always like, why are you why are you like why are you bringing your phone with you in there? Like, why are you only like, why are you doing so many things? Why are you multitasking? It's sometimes it's like it does the opposite. You think you're getting more accomplished, but no, you're actually just stressing yourself out more and trying to, you're not doing good, you know, enjoy the little things and live in the moment. Like be mindful and be present during everything you do. And that's such a good point. Like just me too. I'm the exact same way. Like it's, 
it's kind of a problem where whenever I have something to eat when I'm at at work or whatever, like during my lunch hour, I eat. I cannot just eat. I instantly go on YouTube, Netflix, Disney Plus, whatever. It's I wait until I find something, then I start eating. It's never just eat. It's always watch something. I don't really listen to music while I eat because I don't like having AirPods in my ears because they just move. Like if I'm um, chewing. chewing or whatever. I'll just say like what the biggest thing has been for me like during this summer, and I mentioned it earlier in the episode too, there is uh, Andy and I moved out into our own place like in July, and that's been a super fun change for us, like just to have our own place, and uh, glad that we got a nice experience of living together for a year, save a lot of money as well during that time living with her mom, it was super chill, but we were ready to just get our own spot and uh, live together on our own, and it's been super fun easy transition the only difference is now that we have a bunch of bills to pay but you know what right now i don't mind it's like okay nice gas came in let's see how much we owe but i'm sure that'll wear off soon enough but um just that whole process and that's something that i was actually really like talking about mindfulness while we were moving like there are a lot of weeks leading up to the move right like buying boxes and packing everything up and stuff and we both did a good job at like savoring all those little moments and remembering like what it feels like to go through our stuff and throw some things out and reminisce on memories that we've had together too. Like experience, like little, uh, we found like a bunch of gifts and um, mementos from a few trips that we've done together that we had lost like for years. So it was just fun to see those things again. And then for really being mindful was when we were doing the move from the crack of dawn till like the movement really smoothly. I had a few friends help out and family. My parents and Zach helped out too. And Dylan too. He was a, an ace for us, like just assembling stuff in the U-Haul. But um, I had a blast moving and just driving the U-Haul. I had so much fun. And like, that's one thing I, I was talking about there being mindful. Like while I was driving the U-Haul, I was just very present and cherishing that like this is fun right now. I'm going back to her mom's house to pack. And then we're going to go to our house, unpack. I just, I guess in saying that I was looking forward to what I was going to do, I was still very present driving the U-Haul and just enjoying that experience in itself as part of a bigger experience, which was the move. You know what I mean? Like micro experiences in a big experience. And uh, when I was on the road, I was going so slow in the U-Haul, just people like honking and like going around me but what do you want me to do like i have a packed u-haul like you gotta expect that i'm not gonna be bombing it down uh, rockdale road so i love living in the moment eric like thank you for saying that like I, i struggle every day with this like i'm i'm a class i'm a I was going to say chronic, but no, classic overthinker and (laughs) anxiety and stuff like that. And I wish I could just take every, like, I I wish I could not think about tomorrow and just only think about today and what I have to do. But you know what? It's been getting better and better as the years go by. So that's good news. But I love, like, I loved listening listening to you when you said, like, I was just driving the truck and enjoying it because... If you think about it too far in advance, like I got to drive the truck, do this, do that. You're, you might make yourself a little like cuckoo or whatever, but you just enjoyed every step of it. And I like that. Uh, thank God when I moved out, my dad drove the U-Haul and I was like, there's no way I'm driving that thing. It looks Maybe like next time. It's, it was actually super easy okay. to drive. Honestly. I was okay. a little intimidated okay. too, because like, I don't know. I'm not used to driving a big truck. Like I have a, a civic shout out. The civ bomb gets me where I need to be, but it was like kind of looking at it, <laughs> everything's just coming up cooking in this episode. It was daunting. But then when I got in there, it was like super easy. Okay. 
Yeah. That's probably the key. Well, I'm not as experienced at, as, at driving as you are, but uh, what I did, like when I moved out, I, ch- I packed all my movies in like 31 boxes, these huge boxes. And every single box I loaded on that truck, I like cherished. I was like, this is so much fun, like loading my <laughs> yeah. movies and creating a new home for them. And just me setting up my movies at my place and putting them on the shelves the way, like in the correct order, I... I spent an entire week doing that and I went as slow as possible because I did not want that moment to end. Once nice. I put the last box away, I'm like, Oh, now it's over. I don't, I never get to do this again until I until the next live till the next move. Drive the U-Haul that uh, time. Maybe, maybe I will. You know what? And then we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know like that. I savored. I just have to apply that to other things in my life. And I feel like because of the unusual summer we're having with COVID, it's making people forget like what we've talked about of enjoy the little things and living in the moment. I think a lot of people are getting upset at like what they're reading on the news or like seeing on the news. And, you know, right now we're a little divided with like opinions on vaccines and I don't want, I don't want to get political Eric. So mm-hmm. we're going to not talk about yeah, that. That's fine. So like people are distracted by that stuff and not like focusing on what's actually important. And sadly, I see that every day at work and I try to be the person that's like positive and like, okay, let's, let's not talk about this right now. Let's not talk about politics right now because that will dry. Like people are instantly divided by whenever you mention something because no one can agree on the right thing. So yeah, I think people just need to stop doing that and just focusing on like, Hey, enjoy this one day you get off work or this one evening you have after work. Just that's what I did last night, folks. Like I just talked to an old coworker for like two hours i mean james and had like slowly drinking and it was i wish that night never ended because i like we never it was never boring we all we had a ton of stuff to talk about and i mean i don't know if you know if for those who know me like if we start talking about movies the conversation will never end there's always more to bring up for me and i don't know one conversation leads to another and it's like a, a rabbit hole loophole of pop culture it's it's great young abed if you will yes and speaking of abed from community i still like every week watching more and more episodes and what a great show that is i won't mention it during the random recommendation i'll just talk about it now like community so far it's exceeding expectations for me yeah, i think we lowballed it for you like we yeah. didn't set the bar too high yeah. but you don't want to do that though like that's why whenever i recommend stuff i don't yeah. want to praise things too much Smart. because yeah. then people ex- like even i've been talking to people about the suicide squad like i saw it right and even you saying that you liked it i kind of had some sort of expectation that you liked it so i'm assuming it's it's a solid movie but now i liked it and i've been recommending it, so i'm sure people think like okay it's good i don't know But I also liked Unhinged. I was thinking the same thing. I didn't want to say it, but hey, you went there, so. And I joke about it with a coworker at work because he did not like Unhinged. And every time I suggest something now to him, he's like, are you going to unhinge me again? (laughs) It's a verb now. Like, we use that movie as a reference point for substandard stuff. So it served its purpose then. The whole, it all came full circle. Yeah. See, like, even watching a bad movie, or I guess for you it wasn't a bad movie, but <laughs> there's always something good to take out of every single experience. I'm just going to keep throwing these little life lessons in there. That's the summer 2021 is life appreciation. Yes. It's the summer of appreciation. 100%. 
yeah, I'm trying to think what else that happened this summer. Like, we went away one weekend, the fam and I rented a cottage for a weekend, just super fun to get out. And, like, because that's something we used to do often, like, either with friends, mostly with friends in, like, our later adult years there. But it was fun just with the fam and to get away, play some beer pong. It was nice to see that still got it. Hadn't played Good. in since September at a camping trip with my friends that we did last summer, which was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Like it's beer pong is a young man's game. I'm climbing the ladder of age in my twenties now, but uh, still, uh, still can play. And actually, so later in the episode, I want us to talk about like stuff we're looking forward yeah. to. And now I'm just gonna say it. So by the time this episode drops, the Saturday that's coming up will be the fifth annual Saloon Bros Beer Pong Tournament. Last year, we had to take a hiatus, unfortunately, but this year we're back. It's going to be Zach hosting it. I'll have a few friends there. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm definitely going to talk about the tournament in the next yeah. episode for sure. The recap, Win or lose. The recap will be the next episode. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I'm going to be Let's attending... Go. I'm going to be attending this tournament, but Eric, I got a quick question. Like, am I going to be like a dinosaur at the event? You're, you're probably going to be the oldest guy there. Okay. <laughs> but hey, nothing wrong with that. Like if, if Sarah and Gus show up, they're a year younger than you. Right. So it's, well, like my mom's going to be there. So, <laughs> but, no, um, I joke, maybe my skills will be like, di- like dinosaur related. Cause I'm going to be like, I'm going to be rusty as all hell. Um, it's muscle memory. It comes back to you when you step on the on the table, but uh, you also need a couple of games though to get back in the groove. Like a few, this is probably like close to a month ago, we went uh, my fam and I to my other cousin's house. So Dylan and Daniel on the other side of the family, who they're also going to be going to the tournament. So they're going to be the young bucks at the tournament. And Zach and I played together against them and a few of their friends and girlfriends. And um, I was just terrible and i think they all had it in their mind that i would be pretty good and they're like man this guy like you can't shoot for shit and zach was just getting everything but then i got like a couple of last cups in the game so okay at least i'm contributing a little bit and then it came back in like the third fourth game there and you got to get a couple games in a couple of drinks in loosen up a little bit and then like i said muscle memory kicks in so full tournament recap coming next episode with a game-by-game analysis and possibly shot-by-shot. No, I'm just kidding. but <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm def- pumped you're coming, Matt. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. It won't be as big as it's been in the past because of COVID, obviously, there. But I still think we'll have a good amount of people and um, at least 12 teams. So it'll be fun. I think from my, pr- it's going to be cool to get my perspective in the next episode of, like, what was it like? like Is it what- overhyped? Who knows? Yeah, like, were you... What were- <laughs> what were your expectations and what was like the reality? Like, I can't wait. I mean, it's coming up so far. Like it's, it's going to be on the fourth, but I feel like that's like so close, even though it's like two weeks. No, Eric. And like, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I, now I'm like kicking myself for not going at the past ones, but I think I was a little more like, I was a little more nervous back then and not knowing anyone, not knowing anyone's a big thing. I mean, you and Zach, I know you and Zach are there, but I mean, you have what, like 16 people to entertain. Yeah, it'll be a little more than that, but yeah. So I know yeah. you won't. You know, you, got, you said that Zach was like the crowd guy, and you're the guy doing all like the the wins and losses and like calculating who's playing who. 
Yeah. Are the roles going to be the same this year for the So like, that's uh, the thing. Now, like, I made it clear that I'm mostly attending as a guest this year, and it's Zach's tournament. Like, it's mostly his friends who are going to be there. But honestly, I feel like as soon as I get there, I'm going to want to take over and like, <laughs> be somewhat of a host. I know myself, and um, I do have a good time, like, tallying up the scores and stuff. And, like, I just love it so much. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens when we get there. I did tell Zach, though, that I do want him to, like, organize the round robin and stuff. And then I'll do the tallying of the scores and stuff afterwards. Like, no pro- Like he can do the scheduling and then I'll do the seeding and stuff. No problems there. But, um, I mean, yeah, you'll know me, Andy, Zach, uh, Killison. Oh, that's right. And that was a great episode. Like, the Harry Potter. Yeah. That was a memorable episode. I'll never forget that one. And that few others, like you'll get to meet a Chevy's who's in our hockey pool Ooh. as well. So no, and a few other people like, um, yeah, I mean, excellent. Yeah. No, I'm sure Zach's friends are super chill. Like Zach's super nice, chill guy too. Yeah. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure his friends are the no, same. His friends are beauties for sure. A yeah. lot of good uh, characters in there. Uh, it'll be fun. Everyone's looking forward to it too. Like it's always an event that we have circled on our calendars and, uh, it, it kind of came up out of the blue too. Like Zach just asked me what I was doing on the September 4th. I was like, why, why, what's going on? And he said that he's doing the tournament. I was so fired up. So, um, like normally we hike, we have this plan like months in advance. So we get people in because summers are normally like they get busy quickly. Absolutely. Right. But now there's just a little less going on with COVID, even though stuff is opening up and stuff. But now it's like people are just itching to get back on the pong tables. And uh, can you tell that I am as well? So can't wait. Going to be something fun to ca- or start September off. Like that's going to be, if we're talking about stuff coming up as well, like Andy and I are going to go to Quebec City in uh, oh, mid-September. Wow. We're going to go for five days. So that'll be a nice like road trip, like, just get away do some sightseeing some uh, I think we're going to do one hike and uh, yeah go to some nice restaurants some shopping and stuff and uh, just like um Quebec City is a beautiful city she's never been there so I'll be a little bit of a tour guide a little bit and we'll all we'll do some research on other stuff to do as well uh yeah that'll be fun looking forward for, to that yeah I don't have any that well first of all Eric that sounds amazing I mean last time I went to Quebec City I remember it being super beautiful and great food People are a little friendlier there than like Montreal. Um, I don't have anything planned for the future like that, but uh, that's just part of me. Like, I don't like to plan too far ahead, um, but for sure, like this is something we're going to be talking about in future episodes, like traveling. Like I've, I've, I've been put on the spot by you, Eric, and by other, like I've even, I've thrown the gauntlet to myself. Of, like I need to kick myself in the ass and actually like travel overseas which hopefully 2022, like, I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm not just saying this, like, you know, who you are, who's listening that can call me out on this, like, like AKA my mom, <laughs> like other people, like it's going to happen next year. Have any, did we get any listener submissions? Yes, we did. Excellent. I wonder if any of them wrote like the beer pong tournament, although it hasn't happened yet. So. It hasn't happened. No, but I think for the one we did like of past summer's favorite events, I think Zach had some, the beer nice. pong tournament his favorite one. So we got the first one was from the homie, Justin Mocktinger. Mm-hmm. So his favorite um, event of this summer was his best friend's wedding. He was the best man wow. and was an incredible experience 
with what was able to be done. So thanks a lot, Justin, for submitting. That sounds amazing. Like just, Weddings in general are always a good time. And to be a part of the wedding party, I'm sure, was awesome. And to be best man, no doubt, I'm sure that was a special honor. And probably a little nerve-wracking, though. Yeah, and no um, like to give a speech and like you still have some duties, like organizing the bachelor party and stuff. I'm sure you did a great job, Justin. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. I'd love to be in a wedding party, but not as the best man because I feel like there's added responsibility and I'm like, it'd be cool to like be there, but not like the head person responsible for stuff like that. But I say that now and if I'm ever a best man, like I'll probably like freaking love it. So um, I was in, I wasn't in the wedding party per se there, but I was an MC at two of my friends' wedding and that was like that was nerve-wracking because I had to do some entertaining with the crowd as well, right? And I had stuff prepared, like I had a game for the couple for the newlyweds there. And um, the night before, like my friends and I, we had an Airbnb because the 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 wedding was in Almont, so we stayed around there like a farm and we had some drinks the night before, and like it was super fun. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, tomorrow, like these guys are all just gonna get to enjoy the wedding stress-free, and when I woke up the next morning, like I was really nervous and I'm a good public speaker and I have no problem giving, doing presentations and stuff, but I'm always nervous before. Like that just hasn't gone away for me. And that definitely was the case that day. But then when I saw them walk down the aisle, like for the ceremony there, it, the worries kind of went away. I'm like, you know what? It's not about me here at all. I'm just, like I'm thankful that I'm in the wedding party or a part of the wedding and I'm going to do the best I can for their special day. And it went super well. I had way more drinks than I thought I would when I was still on the <laughs> clock. Like I thought I was going to shut her down at like a couple of drinks before I was done everything that I had to do for the night. But no, that was not the case, but I was still very coherent and I think did a good job. But it was definitely nerve-wracking. So I can imagine that being best man too, like you're definitely stressed before. Like for giving giving a speech is tough. You got to hit that balance of humor and sentimental. So I'm I I hope I'm in someone else's wedding party down the road. Like I'd like to uh, be if I can be a best man for somebody that'd be cool and uh, groomsman either or. If not, hey, I was an MC once, so I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you'd be a good like I can see you as the MC 100%, Eric. Cause you got good crowds, like public speaking and crowd skills, but your nerves will never go away. But like in the back of the head, you know, you're going to rock it, but it's just, it's still there. But I mean, probably like a lot less than it did like five years ago. Right. So I don't know, honestly, it's, it's like just always the been same. the same. Like always I, the same. I've always been good at presentations, okay. even as a kid. And uh, I don't know, it's weird, but you're right. It, it all comes down to preparation. And if you're well-prepared, and you're you f- you feel like you do well normally, like you will do well, and so right. far that has been the case. Perfect. But it, yeah, the worries never go away. But yeah, thanks Justin for uh, for the submission. And the next one was from no one. That was the only submission we got. So everyone's having you know it's a different summer. It's uh, yeah. I no it's a tough question. Yeah, it is a tough question. Also, stuff is just like picking up. At the, we're at the end of summer, really, but like people are just starting to do stuff. So maybe like we caught them a little too last minute for things that they've enjoyed during the summer. I hope everyone has had a great summer, though, even though you couldn't get a submission in. No worries at all. And thanks again, Justin, for yours. What else is happening? Is there anything else that happened this summer, Matt, that you want to highlight? It's like I said, it's been so busy for me that like 
I'll probably go home tonight and th- like, oh, why didn't I talk about that? But like right now, I've pretty much covered everything that's been happening. Um, I, I like excessive amounts of shopping. I kind of touched on that, but I have been like going a little crazy on that. Like ever <laughs> since the Rito Center opened, I'm like, every time I step in there, I don't step out. I do not step out without a shopping bag. It seems, which I love. Like I like. I have a more of an appreciation for browsing now, like before, and my sister and mother can attest to this. Like I hated just like browsing and loafing around in a store for like 30 minutes to an hour, but now I don't mind searching for like gems or looking at everything before making a decision. Cause you know what? Like I'm going to be wearing this every day, so I'm going to make an informed purchase. Mm-hmm. This, this year has been the biggest year for me in terms of like buying things like for my house or for myself. So I don't know. I feel like more of an adult. I, I guess this is the summer where I feel the most like an accomplished adult. I don't know. It might sound weird now that it came nope. out of my mouth, but Not like, I don't want to sound cocky or yeah. It just, I, I just feel like my life can start now <laughs> for real. And I'm, I'm very happy right now. Right on Matt. Have you gotten into the plant game since our former pods that we've talked about plants, like for decorations in the house, a valid question. I feel like sadly no (laughs) plant game yet it will happen though because i do need to like i need some greenery in my house and right now all i have are movie posters everywhere and we need some like green in there and you know it's good for the air too the oxygen so and i know i could take care of a plant easily and i know once i get a plant i'm gonna love it and consider buying a second one there you go the first once the first domino falls it's game over yeah Jumanji. It'll be like Jumanji in my house eventually. Like oh, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome I'm, to the jungle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a good transition because we mentioned a movie. We could talk about like random recommendations. Sure. I'll start off because <laughs> this is a pretty big movie that I watched because it features it feet well, you were an extra in this movie, Eric, but you know what? I loved every minute of <laughs> The movie and watching, like, I had to pause the scene with you. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I watched the movie The Exchange, which Eric was an extra in during the parade scene. So I wrote down, I've, in front of me, folks, I have, like, a three-page essay on the movie. So I'm going to (laughs) start off with that. So the movie opens up on, like, a snowy field in the middle of the night. And we see a car. We zoom in on our main character, Tim Long. No, I'm just kidding, folks. I'm not going to do the whole movie. The exchange is actually exceeded my expectations because I don't think I expected a movie with, well, that wasn't like it, the movie had like swearing sex jokes, the, sex, the sex slash sex jokes. And like the movie made me laugh way more than I thought. And I thought it was going to be like a fluffy movie. No, like there's some funny, there's some funny like gags and comic, like our main, our, our lead who invites the um, French exchange student over called Stefan. Like this Stefan character is hilarious in my opinion. Gold. Like when he's at Tim in Tim's room in the basement or his own room <laughs> yeah. in the basement. And he's like doing stuff with the, <laughs> the beanbag, beanbag chair. chair. I lost it. That's all I'm oh, going to say. That's I was when, crying. That's when the movie really yeah. picked up like the yeah. beanbag chair yeah. scene. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> And uh, no, man, I, I think, I, again, like a community maybe undersold it in fear of overhyping it. Like I laugh 
consistently yeah. throughout the whole movie. Like, I had a really good time watching the movie. Obviously, it was unreal to see myself on mm-hmm. there, but it's just an enjoyable comedy movie as well. And there are a few scenes that were really funny. Like the shoe store oh. scene was killer. Yeah. Justin Harley was hilarious. Underused, like though. Like yeah. he, every scene he was in, yeah. I found he was hilarious. And I wish he was in the movie a little more. My only complaint. Like, is the movie a little predictable? Sure. But yeah. that doesn't mean it's not like... That doesn't mean it's not entertaining. And Eric, like, I have I got into the movie a lot. So much so that, like, when the parade hit, I'm like, oh, crap. It's, it's the ending. It's the parade. <laughs> and I have to start... Like, I grab my remote to hit the pause button. And I actually had to rewind because I guess I wasn't quick enough. Like, I was so into the movie. It wasn't... I wasn't thinking, like, okay, Eric's coming up. Mm-hmm. I actually had to rewind and... Boy, Eric, did I rewatch that scene a bunch of times and crying, <laughs> like laughing of like happy, like happy tears, not happy nice. tears, but just like Dude, laughing. I was almost tearing up. Oh, just because it's like, I know you so well and yeah. seeing you on screen on my TV in like a pretty, like a, a legit movie. It's not like a lifetime made Shots for TV. fired up the Sam. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later, I guess. I'm just uh, kidding. No, like it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. And you know what? The movie did not overstay its welcome. I've mentioned it before. I yeah. hate long running times. Mm-hmm. This movie was just perfect length. And I mean, the the acting was solid. The mom who was in other movies, like I recognized yeah, her. Same. And Justin Hartley from This Is Us. He's always good. He should have been in it more. Yeah. The uh, his uh, girlfriend in the movie was a good character too. Yeah. Uh, Tim Long, our main character. <laughs> Tim Long. Tim Long. Yeah, they always said his full name full throughout name. the whole movie. I know. He was that kid from. Uh, if people like horror movies, he was the kid from The Visit and Better Watch Out. So like I had seen him before, and he was he was always annoying. But in this movie, <laughs> it was more serious, and he did he, a good job. He was funny, man. Like yeah. one of his first lines where like the two bullies are kind of chirping him. And, like, he's looking at a magazine, and then he, like, kind of chirps them back with the magazine. I, don't know, I thought that was pretty funny. No, it was a good movie. Definitely recommend, like, I'll, obviously, I recommended the last episode there and probably, like, <laughs> right. five other episodes I've talked about it. But, no, it was fun. Fun movie. Like Matt said, not an extremely long movie. I think it's, like, an hour and a half at most. On Amazon Prime, on Apple. You probably have to rent it, though. Yeah. It, who knows? Maybe down the road it'll be free on one, those streaming services there. But worth the five bucks. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. So, good. $5 for all that laughter? Come on. Yeah. Can't ask for it's more. like a, a coffee and a muffin at Tim Hortons. <laughs> there you go. Like, it's nothing. My recommendations would be... I'm I'm not done watching these movies. I'm on... I have like an hour left in the last one. But I watched the Fear Street trilogy... And I find that like they're they're pretty solid movies. They're not amazing horror movies, but I do I have enjoyed them quite a bit. They're like low risk, not scary really. Like even though they're rated R horror movies, they're not that scary. Not once was I scared. But some scenes out of nowhere, zero to a hundred, they ramp up the intensity big time. Like the bread, First the, one, yeah. the bread slicer scene caught me off guard <laughs> big time. I'll just say that. And I just, I like the actors in there, the characters, the premise is really cool. And I like that every movie takes place in a different um, setting as well, but they're all, all three stories are linked mm-hmm. to the overarching story of the witch Sarah Fire who oversees all of the um, horror that happens in the town of Shady, Shadyville, Shadyville and Sunnyside. Yeah. 
So no, it's good stuff. They're on Netflix. Netflix originals. I would recommend. I'm not done the third one, like I said. I'm, I watch these movies in increments. As soon as it gets a little dark, I shut her down. More of a daytime horror movie guy. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it's uh, it just so happens I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to watch the end of it. And like it's a little dark, so I don't know. But um, I'm going to be finished with that movie, the part three, soon. And hopefully they tie it together well. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do to wrap it all up. And, um, yeah, solid movies. <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you have to say on these movies. Just when you said, like, wrap it up, like, I enjoyed the first two installments more than the third one. Okay. With part two being my favorite because it's summer camp. And love that that's setting. That's the ultimate setting for, like, all the slashers I love. Uh, the first one, too, like, in the supermarket at the end, it goes from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Reminded me of, like, an old... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, <laughs> no one's going to get the reference. Well, I, <laughs> it's like an homage to like old slashers. Like, there's one that takes place in a supermarket and has like a kills very similar to Fear Street. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like what Fear Street did was like kind of capture the Stranger Thing magic or the, oh, remember like, remember this from the 90s? Remember this from the 70s? Remember this? Like they're trying to like, but they don't beat you over the head with it like some of the movies and TV shows do. But I feel like that's, and this could be like a topic for another show, but just like the different, like the different uh, fads we're going through with horror movies and movies in general and like what's hot right now, what isn't, you know, nostalgia is very in right now. Mm. People like, oh yeah, I remember how awesome things were 40 years ago, which is pretty much like how Stranger Stranger Things became so popular. Let me talk about this great man individual called Taika Waititi. I watched two of his movies. One was a first-time watch, and this movie's on Netflix. It's called The Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, nice. Um, it's one of his movies that – it might be a second or third movie. As Sam Neill's in the movie um, from Jurassic Park, and it's our main character is just this, like this orphan and bouncing from home to home, and finally like he's got to go with his aunt who lives like far away in the wilderness – uh, in New Zealand, and she's like the last stop pretty much because no one else wants, like he's getting into trouble. So it's just like him meeting, a city kid meeting like the wilderness and just learning, and it's like a it's a coming-of-age movie pretty much. But then Love those. An, an event happens in the movie that I won't spoil, and then the story picks up from there. But in Taika Waititi fashion, the dialogue is amazing. It's it's dark, it's it's funny, but it's not like funny subjects, you know? But you still find like time to laugh a bit, like Jojo Rabbit where not really funny at all, but it is funny actually. Like it's, you know, you're making Hitler jokes in Jojo <laughs> Rabbit. Like I laugh, but it's very touchy, right. sensitive. Will a hunt for the wilder people is more lighthearted, but uh, I mean, I loved it. I recommended it. I mean, my mom recommended it to me actually. And great recommendation. Since recording this episode, I also watched the hunt for the wilder people. Definitely recommend. I absolutely love this movie. Go check it out. Just a fun movie to watch and a lot of emotional content in there as well. Enjoy. And this is on Netflix, folks. Like, there's no excuse. This man directed Jojo Rabbit. Uh, he directed What We Do in the Shadows, a movie, another movie called Boy. And then he did Thor Ragnarok and Thor, um, the, the Thor number four. The other movie I watched of his was Thor Ragnarok. We don't have to dwell too much on that. Still as amazing as the day I saw it in theaters, in my opinion.
Such a fast-paced movie, too. Yeah. One of the best MCU movies, honestly. Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, couldn't yeah, agree more. I think it's and, top five for sure. And rewatching those two movies back to like watching those two movies back to back, like I can see Taika's style like just blend from a coming of age teen movie to a superhero movie. It was it was crazy, and it even has some of the same actors, like the uh, the Grand Masters. Um, you know, there's a uh, Valkyrie, and then the other like butch, yeah. more butch female. Like she was in Hunt for the Wilder People mm, as like right the on. law enforcement agency that takes uh, child custody, basically. Okay. So like, I'm laughing my ass off, going like, you see, like he, he sticks with the same crew, and I don't know, loved loved both those movies again. So I recommend Hunt for the Wilder People. Pretty sure everyone's seen Thor Ragnarok. So I got one more movie, Eric. But did you want to? No, no, you can throw it in there. Okay, last movie on Netflix. A horror movie called Ma, M-A, Ma, with Octavia Spencer. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this one, because like, it was pretty popular when it came out two years ago, I think, or three years ago. It's like the uh, this lady in the community is getting more, like she's letting the teenagers like party at her house and getting more and more involved in their lives and a bit like stalker vibes. And she buys them alcohol and says so they can party in her basement. But then the movie takes a turn for like for the dark side because she gets like more involved in their lives and she has a very lonely life. So she starts, you know, it's like stalker vibes and doing things to like mess with them. And... Stalker by the great took Trukovsky or. Oh, <laughs> okay. No. Not those stalker vibes. That's a whole different ball game. That's like apples and oranges or apples and ribeye steak, you know, like not even <laughs> nice. a fruit, I was gonna not say even the alpaca. same category. Yeah. Not even the same food category. Um, no, Ma's a super fun movie, actually. Like it gets really violent and bloody at the end. It's for sure a horror film. Um, Octavia Spencer, who I think, yeah, is an Academy Award winner for, uh, The Help, I think. The Help or Hidden Figures. I think One the, of the Help. The yeah, Help, the help. Think, yeah. She's so good in it. She's such a great actress and you can see her like not taking a role that she would normally take, like her in a horror movie. She does. She kills it. Absolutely Literally, kills probably. it. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> You're, that's good. You would never like good on her for taking a role in a movie like this. So I recommend that movie a lot. Ma. Well, that's damn. Thank you for recommending a horror movie. I don't know if I'll, if this is the one I'll go for necessarily, but I am looking to get back into the horror movie game as we approach the fall. Right. Yes, like, let's go. And especially with watching fear street, like these are very low, core horror movies like they're not that intense they're not they have a few gory scenes and whatnot but they're not like really scary whereas in the past i have watched quite a few scary movies and enjoyed them very much like the one i go to often is like texas chainsaw massacre but that's like a complete like that's a classic right but i do enjoy watching those movies so if you do have more recommendations in the horror genre matt just send them my way and uh, i'll i'll watch them and in October, maybe we'll even do like a horror movie episode there. So or two, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> or two, yeah. Nice. <laughs> there's there's nothing I love more, Eric, than hearing your thoughts on like a first time horror movie watch that that you have. Like I love that, and I think our first episode, the first ever episode I did yeah. was kind of like that. And I mean, look where I am now. Like, yeah. 
No that spice. Was a, that was no a good, spice. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and for those ones, of course, I'll be way more prepared. And I barely gave any any information about the Fear Street trilogy. Like, I'm just saying I'm watching them and I recommend them. But for those mo- episodes, I'll, of course, be prepared to speak on those movies and my thoughts in depth so my recommendation is a show that i've talked about or something this is what i'm watching right now i'm watching the show what if on disney plus have you started watching it matt yeah so the first three episodes have all been wildly different and we kind of gave away the premise that like every single episode would be a standalone different timeline in the um, mcu multiverse we'd be spending a 30 minute span of time with that story and then moving on to the next one the first one covered peggy carter who becomes captain america the second one which i loved i thought the second one was the best one i don't know if you watched the episode that was released today i did not but the second one was my favorite one by far it's where instead of picking up peter quill the ravagers pick up um T'Challa from Wakanda and he becomes Star-Lord and I just love how original and different that story was where I still enjoyed the first episode like I did think it was solid but it was really Captain America the movie the first Avenger but Peggy Carter was Captain America with a few different changes to the story but it was a little too low risk which works because for the first episode, maybe you don't want to go too crazy, introduce too many wild ideas. Whereas I think every single episode is just going to get crazier. And the second one was really different where now instead of a character we know in Peter Quill being Star-Lord, it's T'Challa. And his personality shines and makes the character of Star-Lord wildly different because it's a different uh, MCU character playing that role now and then the repercussions that that different person taking on that mantle has in the universe was interesting to see like I won't give away what a a big character return or introduction in that episode was but I loved it when that character came back and was very different than how we've seen them on the screen in a few movies it's I love that second episode too because it's like taking such a strong presence and great character and like one of the most like character with the greatest morals and values in T'Challa and you're putting him on the intergalactic stage and how much can one person affect those around him and this is like the proof this episode like how one person can change everyone else's path and way of thinking super well said right that's the that's what I got from that episode and some people some people might hate it and think it's stupid but no like I'm seeing like what the underlying messages like presented in the episode. And I haven't seen the third episode, Eric. Um, I'm, I'm hesitating to ask you like what it's about. Cause I'll just probably go watch it tonight. So like maybe it's best if we just, we, we can keep giving updates on the show throughout yeah. the episode, the pod episode. So. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, I don't, I know you don't really watch trailers, but did you get to watch the new Spider-Man trailer? Looks unreal. I'm so my, pumped. I broke my rule because I saw one image or I saw one actor, I'll say, mm-hmm. and we're not going to, I don't know if we want to spoil the trailer. I mean, it's a trailer. <laughs> I mean, it's out there. Okay, and I saw, I saw Alfred Molina's face and I'm like, whoa, I need to watch this trailer ba- right now. Basically, like you said, hello, Matt. And then it's like, all right, I got to watch this trailer. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's what I heard. Yeah. I'm so pumped. Me too. And um, 
I'm looking forward to seeing, like, we already talked about this in our Marvel episode there, but, like, the dynamic with Spider-Man and um, Doctor Strange. Yep. It looks like they're yep. going to have a good rapport, and yeah. he will be able to take on the doc, the um, Iron Man mentor role yeah. for Spidey. I'm so pumped to see what their interactions look like down the road. And it just looks like it's going to be a crazy movie with yep. so many villains. You know what? I'm, I'm assuming that both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in this movie they've it's been refuted a lot and um they don't want to say that they are in the movie but i think they have to be if you're bringing in characters like doc ock green goblin electro sandman and i'm assuming a few others like i think that vulture and scorpion are going to be in this movie as well and that's going to be like the sinister six so six villains like spider-man cannot take all of these characters or um peter Tom Holland cannot take on all of these villains on his own. And I'm also interested to see if Ned is going to become the Hobgoblin. Like, that's a movement that people want to see happen. Whoa. There's no confirmation. Like, I haven't read anything what? on this uh, as far as, like, official okay. details go there. But people are saying, like, make Ned the Hobgoblin, you cowards. But I don't know what would make him turn to become a villain. That's yeah. the only thing. Like, there's been no buildup leading up to him becoming a villain like we saw with James Franco in the original Spider-Man trilogy where he his motivation is Spider-Man killed my father. He finds out that Peter is Spider-Man. Do we, does he go against his best friend and honor his father or does he stick with his best friend and just leave his father in the past? But he chose the former and I loved, uh, love what they did with his character in those, uh, that original trilogy. Nostalgia. That can come up when we, if we do an episode on that down the road. Nostalgia. You just, knew this was yeah. coming, Pete. Just briefly, because of what they showed us in the Loki TV show with multiverses and timelines, they could, all three franchises could blend into this movie. Mm-hmm. Do I want that? You know what? It'd be cool. Like, it's never been done in cinema, in movies where. Different, like I'm just thinking, like the possibilities are endless after this. Like I'm thinking X Men Fantastic Four here. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyways, we can tape. We can shelve all these discussions for another <laughs> yeah, episode because sure. that we'd be here all night, like talking about possibilities and what if, what if, what if. <laughs> Watch what <laughs> if. Unintended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Matt, this is super fun. Again, flew by like in person. Even faster. Even yeah. faster insane and hopefully we can just keep doing our episodes in person maybe depending on if we get guests who are not located in ottawa then we'll revert to virtually but if not we'll bring the people over and get them done in person so that was super fun talking about our summers matt any final notes for the listeners no just i hope i hope you i hope you listeners were able to learn maybe like some like maybe something me and eric said that like make your day better or change your way of thinking i know like just listening to you, Eric, like I've, it's helped me a little. It's helped me, I know, not a little. It's helped me a lot, actually. Like not just episode, but not this episode only, but every episode. Um, I just hope you guys were able to take something from this and learn and grow and have a great day wherever you are and doing right now. So, yeah, thank you for listening, people. Likewise for you, Matt, I also learn and f- learn from you and love listening to you talk. I'm super happy to hear about your summer and is it's very inspiring. And I hope our conversation had a solid impact on you as well, listeners. And thanks a lot to everybody for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to stay safe. Love you all. And yeah, peace.